welcome to episode 420 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You are listening to a podcast that's for you if you are one of the many people who play Magic the Gathering because we did just find out yes. that Magic had its best year ever in 2020. Unbelievable. A year that was so terrible for so many reasons. Magic yes. managed to stay on top, uh, as did Monopoly, by the way. <laughs> you know, what can we say? There are people who get it and there are people who just don't. Well, you know what? From the worst game of all time to the best, Magic uh, <laughs> taking down 2020 with style and hopefully great returns into 2021 as well. That's Excellent right. news for the company there. Hopefully Magic having the best year, even while you're not having the best year, but helping your not best year be better. That is a fabulous tagline and they should adopt <laughs> it. <laughs> Just on all of the products. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about standards. That's right. So, yes, yeah. we have to because it is ostensibly <laughs> kind of new, even though it's a lot the same. Yeah, Standard Week always happens at this point of our episodes over here on Good Luck High Five. Call Time was released officially in paper on February mm -hmm. 5th. So, this is week two of Standard. And we're going to go through all of these new decks that have new Call Time cards some decks that have just been adapted and added a few call time cards and basically just get a look at standard in general here at the beginning of the new format. That's right. We'll also have a VML update. Yes, uh, Megan's been playing. A couple weeks in here. Plus a little bit of magic story time. Magic story time. I'm super excited for magic story time. Um, yeah. It's uh, available on Daily MTG if you want to read it for yourself. A mm -hmm. bunch of um, also peripheral story up there. But who would when Megan's going to give us if you the just sweet want, rundown? If you just want the hot, hot, quick lowdown, <laughs> which is not a phrase you should use. <laughs> Outside of this contest. You know, I always go to the hot quick lowdown at my local country bar every Friday night. I mean, before COVID. Yeah, no, um, COVID. Where every it. dance was only 30 seconds. Yeah. And, you know, you just got yeah. in there quick and then you dance with a new partner. A hot quick lowdown, It man. was like Tinder for country dance. Yes. The like hot speed quick dating. Yeah. But for the two-step. <laughs> wow, we invented so many great new things on this podcast already. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm also going to talk to you a little bit about black, white auras and historic because yeah. that's my new flavor of the month and I've been having a lot of success with it. I want to help you have success with it too if you want to do some winning yeah. on the ladder in historic. Um, before we get started, though, a quick thank you to everyone who is a patron of the show, but especially to Evelyn, who has become a patron of the show since our last episode. Thank you so much, Evelyn, and thank you so much to everyone who is a patron over at patreon.com slash glhfmagic. Yeah, we'll read out your name on the next episode if you become a patron before recording mm -hmm. on Mondays. So head on over there and do it. It takes no time at all, and it means so very much to us. Uh, you get access to our Discord, great rewards like stickers and playmats depending on your level of donation uh, but literally anything helps and it means the world to us so if you would please if you get anything out of our show take this time during this cold snap we're having here in minnesota to warm our hearts with a donation that's right speaking of warming hearts warm your own heart with some stuff from card kingdom cardkingdom.com slash glhf magic Nope. Slash GLHF. Yes, Just stop it's, there. It's short. Yes. It's shorter. <laughs> uh, slash GLHF. A great place to get all of your stuff now that Kaldheim is here. Yeah. Kaldheim's here. Like we said, out on the 5th, you can get a box of it from Card Kingdom. Yes. Crack it. Play some seals with your friends over Spell Table. Yep. You can get Valky if you need a Valky, one of the very few cards from Kaldheim currently in Standard. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who doesn't need a Volky? Who doesn't need a God of Lies? Yeah, I mean, honestly, you yeah. know, I kissed the Blarney Stone to try and get good at lying, but I could have just bought a Volky. Is that what the Blarney <laughs> yes. Stone makes you good at? That's what it's, it gives you the gift of gab. That's what they say. Really? Yeah. And you have to go to, we, we, I was in Ireland, I was very young, and you have to, it's disgusting t- talking about it. Yes. Especially in a time of a pandemic, Spe- makes me want to throw up. Speaking of something that will not be around post-pandemic, maybe. I hope not. What you had to do is stand in line for forever, of course. Yes. Go to this castle, hang upside down, and kiss this stone of this castle that was, and I'm, I can't hardly even say this without gagging, it was wet from people's mouths. <laughs> Avoid this by buying Valky God of Lies. <laughs> Good luck, high five. Come to hear about magic. Stay to hear about kissing a disgusting rock. Cockino.com slash GLHF. Say good luck, high five. Get a token or a sticker in your order. It's a great place. They're great people. And they won't make you kiss a wet rock. <laughs> We're going to kick things off with an update from the VML, the Venus and Mercury League. Megan, how's it going? You know, it's going totally fine. <laughs> Great. Um, I started off 2-0. Great Excellent. start. After some very close matches. Wow. Like my first two matches, extremely, extremely close um, against some excellent players. And I had played, let's see, the first week I played Winota. Yep. Like a little Winota standard deck. Love it. Great time. Party on, man. That deck was actually a very good time. Um, and then the next time I played, I don't remember what I played the second time. Oh, I played this like, you played this garbagey Abzan midrange yeah. deck. Because <laughs> you love Siege Rhino so much, you wanted to Yeah, exactly. I want to honor mm-hmm. the memory honor. of Siege Rhino. Uh, no, but it has like lots of, it has a uh, Karuga the Macro Sage as your companion. Great. So I'm into a meme, man. Yeah, I'm into why not? It. And you memed, you memed out and you won both first weeks with yeah, memes. Yes, I really did. Um, and then the third week I was like, oh, my opponent has mostly played um, Mardu Doom Foretold the first two times. Okay. And I was like, well, I want to play something like I'll try Teamer Ramp. Sure. My attention span for standards sometimes is quite short. <laughs> You know, like, I don't know. I just, just want to mix it up. You're changing it up every week, but exactly. here's the thing. But you don't have to, right? No, you don't have to. Okay. You can just submit the same deck every week. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, you know what? Team of Ramp does well against uh, Doom Foretold. Yep. And it's like a really fun time. It's great. And then my opponent switched to Demir Rogues. So. Ooh, Megan. Wait, 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 wait. How do you feel about Demir Rogues? <laughs> I've... I don't even have words <laughs> for the amount of disgust that De- Demir Rogues fills my soul with. I mean, I feel like you would yeah. appreciate somebody like countering your spells and stuff since that's what you're into. No, I don't. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what's the worst card ever? Hmm. Ruin crab. Oh, ruin crab. More like ruin standard crab. Am I right? What is this card? What is this card? It fills you for three. Yeah, it's too much. Anytime someone goes ruin crab, fabled passage, I want. I just want to like, I want to slap something. (laughs) Anyways, so I lost that hard. Okay. That's a terrible matchup. Got it. Really garbage. Um, I went back to just like my Abzan trash deck for the next week because I was having a good time. Just got stomped by a gruel (laughs) gruel mid-range. Okay. Just stomped. So 2-2. All right. Um, And then I forgot to submit a deck last week. In which case, they just use your deck from the previous week. Oh, so you got So I was on Abzan again. Abzan again. Um, But do you know what? It was against Demir Rogues. 
And I beat him. Oh, all right. Because that's actually a pretty, it's like a fine. It's very fine. You got your revenge. It's like pretty, pretty close to 50-50. Um, so I'm currently 3-2. Great. Winning um, record. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been having a very good time. Awesome. Um, I do need to, I think I need to win this week and next if I want to have any chance of making the top 24, top 26. I Is don't that know what many. those people get it into the playoffs? Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like the top two people from each division. There's eight of them. Okay. And then there's eight wild card spots. Cool. So that must be 24. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, so yeah, it's been a very good time. Uh, I'm playing Sultai Yorian this Ooh. week, a deck that we will talk more about Great. Uh, in our standard portion, which does have uh, some cards from... It has some new cards. Yeah, some new cards. And yeah, so I'm just going to try my best. Next week, I am playing um, Chantel who has been also, I think right now she's also 3-2. For a while, she was like the only undefeated player. <gasps> like she's been doing very well. Um, so mm. she's going to be my end boss. Wow. Or we'll end boss each other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how they always choose a new CEO for a company. Yeah, exactly. You end boss you each end other. You end boss each other. Yeah. Big fight. All the employees watch the Survivor CEO. Yeah. Fun times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, mostly I like I've been having a really good time. Um, if you want to know more about what's happening in the league, you can always watch the Friday night yes. coverage. Uh, their coverage structure is great. They have a couple of different matches th- throughout the week and then people record them and then they have commentators talk about them and they, as they broadcast them. Great. Um, so it's a really good time and you get to see some cool stuff. Yeah. And you can watch that over on twitch.tv slash aspirant CCG yeah. on Fridays. And you can also follow them on Twitter at Aspirin CCG and they'll give you updates on the VML which is you know I, I think it's just a delight the tournament structure is cool and you've been bringing yeah. cool spicy decks every single week um, so mm-hmm. yeah good luck to you Mixing these next two so hopefully we can get you next. into those playoffs Ooh, keep me in your thoughts everybody Woo-hoo, uh, keep me in your thoughts and I'm I don't know what I'm going to play next week I don't know what I'm going to play see Drino it's always just a it's always just a gamble you know <laughs> It's never it's a gamble with Sutra and you gain for life. <laughs> Don't even talk to me about the rhino. <laughs> Maybe I should take this time to talk about a deck. I mean, it's not standard though, but yeah. it's, it's a deck that I've been playing. Tell us about it. Okay. Since we have a VML update, I think it's I think it's the right moment to give yeah. you a Maria ML update. Uh, I'm not <laughs> playing in any league. But uh, some people have asked me on social media about this deck I've been playing in Historic, which is called Obzon or not Obzon, <laughs> Black White Auras. Yeah. Um, it's technically Mardu, actually. Um, but I, I want to give you just a brief description of it because I think the deck is, if you're Maria fans, fans of Boggles, you will absolutely love this deck mm. until the cows come home. And even if they don't, um, <laughs> in historic right I now. I love this deck whether or not those cows come home. <laughs> and I've been playing it on stream a little bit. I've got big goals this month with this deck because Ooh. I feel it is so well positioned that I am almost guaranteed to make top 1200 in Mythic with it oh my god so this we're having another hashtag maria's mythic month oh yeah i think we are yes nice so i've made mythic once before in standard playing some rakdos knights that was great yeah. um but i did that in a late night best of one run where my arm almost fell off my body <laughs> was in pain for weeks afterwards so i'm sitting it like this and and clicking the mouse so anyway 
this is this is my deck in historic that I think right now, if you want to win, you will play this deck. Anyway, Boggles in historic has been yeah. a thing, especially since it printed Core Spirit Dancer, um, mm-hmm. and people have been playing generally blue white because you get access to cards like Staggering Insight, which you put on your Core Spirit Dancer, draw cards, gain life. Huh. It's just, it's beautiful. You draw so many cards. You draw all the cards. You draw so many cards. And in fact, this was a deck that I played in some of those historic, what were they called? I can't remember. I don't know. You know, the opens. Oh yeah. The opens. Like, I'm trying to I think. I don't know what you're talking about the right opens. now. So. And I didn't, I didn't do well with it. And yeah. I was very sad. Anyway, this little list started to percolate thanks to none other than Grzegorz Kowalski. That's right. He played it at the last league weekend yes. because it was a historic league weekend. And he didn't do well with it. He did not. And so I was kind of disappointed, but I was like, you know what? We got to give this a try anyway. Yeah. For Greg, you know? Yeah. And the deck is different in that it's black, white, not blue, white. So you're playing all the same white cards as you normally would, including Core Spirit Dancer and your little puppy, but pup. Popper McPopperson, who yeah. <laughs> sacrifices his life for you. Uh, and Luris, of course, of the mm-hmm. Dream Den to get your stuff back. But in this case, you've got access to Thoughtseize, which... Ooh. Let's get real. Maria, you're a thought Caesar now? I mean, look, here's yes. the thing. In modern, I would absolutely hate anyone who ever played a thought sees against me because yes. in modern your boggles deck only has eight creatures and yeah. if you get one out of your hand you're basically screwed anyway i'm playing thought sees now now i'm the bad guy <laughs> i cannot believe you and also more even more critically access to the card kaya's ghost form oh spicy so this card unplayable almost in every other you instance. know what you would not play this card in draft <laughs> no you'd be like Ugh. if someone played this card on their creature in draft you were like lol okay <laughs> nice card <laughs> yeah it what it does is it makes the next time your creature would die or go into exile it returns to the battlefield under your control instead okay why is yeah. that important because your creatures have to survive in this deck because you've got to put auras on them yeah. and even if it means all of your auras have fallen off your core spirit dancer your sram whatever you're doing it's okay because hopefully you have already drawn enough cards off of the casting the aura's triggers that you can just refill your creature nice. again after it gets Kaya's ghost formed. Or you have those nice like sentinel's eyes. Yes, sentinel's eyes that you can just you put cast it back from your on. Graveyard. Yep. Yeah. And nice. Plus, it also has a ca- the card claim to fame. Remember this? Yes. Wow. Normally played in Rakdos mid range um, to get stuff back from the graveyard. <laughs> claim is great because there's a single black mana, and if they kill your core spirit dancer next turn, you play claim get it back from the graveyard to the battlefield by the way suit it up again and attack and win nice <laughs> so anyway nice this deck is a triumph and if this sounds <laughs> like anything you'd like to be doing in historic i think you should try it out i think the deck can't lose and that's a maria promise i won two historic challenges with it i played the same i played in historic challenge got to the whatever wins where you win 40 packs then i was like Dang. i think i can run it back and i did so wow that's my spicy. That's my personal update. All right. So we'll have more <laughs> updates on both the VML and on hashtag Maria's Mythic Month. <laughs> All right. It's time to talk some standard. All right. Because I guess we have to. Because in theory, <laughs> it's standard. Comma, week. It's different. It's a standard week right now. <laughs> uh, we have changed ourselves to the rock of talking about standard the second week of a set release and here we are paying That's that price right. right now. And ruined crab is the birds that fly around and peck out our livers. <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, we've got MTG Data, which is a good account to follow on Twitter if you want mm-hmm. updates on standard. Uh, mining MTG Melee, the tournament organizer for Magic the Gathering tournaments to tell us how these decks are doing here the second week of standard. Number one yeah. deck, Rakdos Midrange. Wow, yeah. 
surprising. Yeah, I will I, say I would not have predicted that actually no. with a fifty six point three percent win rate. Yes, uh, quite good, and it is like it is a deck that does not have new cards except for the most part two copies of Valky. Yeah, it is the same. It is that's a it's a real bummer. <laughs> I've been playing this deck in center for a while, so I'm very familiar with it. It's a fun deck. Yeah, there's lots of different lines you can play with this deck. It is a very cool yard, deck. But to see it here at the top of the metagame, I mean, maybe it's just well enough established. Who knows? Yes, like Whatever. maybe right, like maybe that will change with with some time but this is the one that uses stuff like Meyer triton to put a bunch of cards in your your yard um timoret calls the dead yep obviously croxa titan of death's hunger um to go ahead and just use your graveyard for all kinds of shenanigans getting cards back sacrificing things with woe strider using yeah. the acroan war to take your opponent's things and sacrifice them with woe strider ox of agonis redraw mm-hmm. blah 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 so a big big graveyard shenanigans um it's it is a cool deck. It is, it absolutely. It's one of the cooler just, things that you could be doing. It's just not new. It's just, it's just not we new. We want new stuff. Yes, we do. I want to go legs for Easter. No, I don't actually. I don't even know what you said. I don't want to play Golden Goose. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I was quoting Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just couldn't tell through that accent. It was a perfect British accent. No, you're right. It, Flawless. It was. Um, Dick Van Dyke would be proud. <laughs> the next most popular deck is Is It. That's right. Is It Tempo, which despite its popularity right now is not doing great. Yeah. Uh, 47.9% win rate. Although that could be because it's new. There's still a lot of things to iron out. People, for instance, cannot even decide if this is a tempo <laughs> control or mid-range deck. Well, let's <laughs> talk about what the deck is, because this is, in fact, one of the quote-unquote new decks arriving with call time yes and you know it is it is kind of cool yeah um it does have uh things like uh what's the word that i'm looking for (laughs) dragons dragons it has that (laughs) it has that dragon um this version doesn't even know that we're looking at oh whoops it's okay. Hold on. We'll find the one with the dragon. Yeah. I mean, this, I, I hesitate to call it is a temple. I would call it is a control in my opinion. There's a bunch of flavors of it though, right? Like yeah. I think there is, the one that I'm thinking of is the one that has like, it does have saw it coming, yep. lots of stuff like that, but it also has gold span dragon. Right. So it is kind of like playing this weird thing where it wants to counter early, but then like slam a dragon and then hopefully just ride that to a win. Make infinite mana with the gold span dragon, uh, play mm-hmm. brazen power stuff to bounce their creatures back to their hand um, yeah. and win like that. Um, so it's like, you know, it's been doing fine. Blue red is a combination that you have won with a lot in the past. Yes. I do really like blue red. I am. I'm like tentative about trying this just because like I said, it is kind of early and looking at the deck. I do think that when we're talking about like, what kind of deck is it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to. What kind of deck is this deck? Uh. <laughs> the, like no one has the answer because I don't know that I like I like the framework of it yet, right? Like it should know. I want a deck to know, know what it is before I play it. I mean, good advice in dating and in deck selection. Yes. 
I don't want to. I don't want to play a deck that hasn't decided yet if it's mid range or control. This one we're looking at now has the name. This is the one I was thinking. Is of. it control? Yes. Yeah. Four but gold it, span dragon, brazen yeah. borrower, and bone crusher giant are your creatures. And this is the one I was thinking of. That's playing. It has three copies of frostbite in it. Okay. Uh, it has four copies of saw it coming. Four copies of behold the multiverse. All right. So this is the one that I think that was kind of at the top of my mind. Yes. Right. You're trying to just do some countering with some essence scatters some saw it comings but then you're also using stuff like behold the multiverse to get some card advantage um and then goldspan dragon and shark typhoon to have the game not go too long because you don't right. have infinite answers the way that some control decks have infinite answers right exactly those spots are instead taken up by things like brazen borrower by the goldspan dragon um yeah so I'm going to give this one a little space before, <laughs> before, before deciding. I dive in there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a hot minute since, since is it has been labeled a control deck yeah. in standard. Uh, we've seen more aggressive and what I would argue are tempo versions of the build mm -hmm. with Sprite. What's it called? Sprite Dragon? Yeah. That one we've or seen a little recently. Bit, a little bit back, we had the Arclight Phoenix decks. Yep, which exactly. Which were very cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, it's been a while, I think, in general, since we've seen Is It on the on the main stage here. Yeah, agree. So I do hope that like this comes to something. I hope that this isn't just a deck that we see in the first couple of weeks and it's like... A flash in the pan. What? Get out. Yeah. So hopefully uh, we'll see this deck evolve and get stronger as the weeks go by. Mm-hmm. Next up, Demir Rogues. Get out of here. Right? <laughs> Demir Rogues, not even going to talk so about mad. it. I am so mad. 50.6% uh, win rate. 51.6 for Naya Adventures, which mm -hmm. does not really have any new stuff in it. No, it's kind of like the old Gruul Adventures deck, except it's playing Showdown of the Scalds. Yeah, Showdown of the Scalds is the new inclusion in, in this deck. And in fact, I would say the new the new It Girl of Standard. Yes, that's very true. Everyone like, trying to play it. Yeah, Showdown of the Scalds. It does seem powerful, right? Yes. It has the same thing going on that uh, Surprise Ban Escaped the Wilds. <laughs> had going for it which is like you draw a bunch of cards at once yeah and uh hopefully you can play them over the course of your next two turns mm -hmm. and add counters to your creatures in the process yeah um it's an interesting card i don't know if anyone said this is the showdown of the scalds deck for sure yet yeah we're gonna give you a few options of where that card might find a home mm -hmm. as we look at uh some decks here coming up too but that deck has been doing pretty good uh 51.6 percent win rate okay so pretty nice uh gruel aggro still in here Old, old hat. Old hat. Old hat. Old hat. But yeah, 56.3% for Rakdos mid-range uh, is well head and shoulders, not head and shoulders, so at least head above all of these decks. <laughs> <laughs> um, although Sultai Ultimatum, are you seeing this one? 56.4%? Oh. Where is that? Ooh, right here. Sultai Ultimatum. Yeah. I like saying it too. Sultai Ultimatum. <laughs> Sultai Ultimatum sounds like some kind of fancy f dish in a restaurant. <laughs> I'll have the salty ultimatum, please. It sounds like you're asking for something salty. <laughs> Salt, salty, salty ultimatum. The salty ultimatum, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so yeah, uh, that's a pretty good win rate as well. Okay. Yeah. Hello. Um, that's probably, I would guess, like your Sultai deck that you mentioned that you're bringing to the VML. Although I bet it's playing, it's going to be playing um, the ultimatum that... Get Let's stuff see. back from your graveyard? Is that what it does? No. The one that lets you go and find cards. Oh. 
and cast them. That's the salty ultimatum. The salty ultimatum. <laughs> Emergent ultimatum. Uh, search your library for up to three monocolored cards with different names and exile them. An opponent chooses one of those cards. Shuffle that card into your library. You may cast the other cards without paying their mana costs. Exile Emergent ultimatum. Okay. I mean, maybe it was Spicy. just a matter of time before we saw some more uh, ultimatum getting played in standard because genesis ultimatum we, we know we know that one's been around yep, for a while exactly that's been in those ramp decks that you've been seeing i've seen a little bit of eerie ultimatum uh, mm. which is the abzan one that gets stuff back from the graveyard okay this deck is spicy <laughs> All right, so what does this one do? All right, so this is a very spicy deck. Um, this is another Yorian deck. Okay. Uh, so it's got its 80 cards. Um, it's got stuff like um, Vorinclex. There's a copy of in here. Yep. There's a copy of Valky, God of Lies. Nice. Um, then, oh, there's even an es Essica's Chariot. Oh, I love it. I know, one of it your faves. Binding of Binding the Old Gods, okay. uh, which is a very good one. Shark Typhoon. Uh, Curabest the Sea God. What? This is just like, and then there's some ramp stuff. Cultivate is in here. Um, and then you've got Emergent Ultimatum, which is what makes this an ultimatum <laughs> deck. Uh, and so, you know, I think you're just... The, the cool thing about this, right, is that you can go and get Vorinclex, you can go and get Valky, and because of the way this works, like, you can get Valky because yeah. it is only one color, but then if they pick it to let you cast it, you can choose to cast the Tybalt side. Yeah, Judge Rob told us about this. Ooh, a pretty spicy... Um, you could maybe go and get the chariot if that's what you need. Look, this deck is playing um, two copies of All Runs Epiphany. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Look, I'm into it. All Runs Epiphany is the take an extra turn card from yeah, this most for, recent so set. So for sure you're into it. Uh, yeah. I mean, do you know what? This is spicy. Okay, so this is officially stamp it, mark it with approval. This is a new deck from Call Time. This is a new deck from Call Time. Oh, it doesn't have as many new cards as you would maybe want. Yep. But it does have, I think, some of the most. Yes, I, I would agree with that. Uh, so that is, that's pretty cool. All right, Salty Ultimatum. You'll be salty if you lose to this deck, so maybe try it out in Standard yeah. if that sort of thing is your jam. All right. I'm into it. <laughs> okay. We found one. We found yeah, one that we Megan's found something into. pretty cool. Uh, Sultai Midrange is close to what I've been playing. Okay, sure. Uh, this is only 49.5 win percentage, um, but, you know... It's and, and I do think that that seems like basically about what I would expect of this. And it's a Yorian deck. It is a Yorian deck. Um, some of my favorite cards in here is it has a Coma Cosmo Serpent, Ugh. which is like such a rude card. Why was it's this card made? Deeply rude. That's what I want to know. I don't know. Did did Simic need this card in any world? Yes. I, I mean, it does cost seven mana. <laughs> it does cost seven and mana. And it's unbeatable in draft. Okay, uh, anyway. Yeah, it really, it really is. And it has uh, four copies of Binding the Old Gods. Cool. Uh, which I just, in a recent game, flickered three times with Yorians. <laughs> and if you have been running Rude. into a lot of Rakdos, I will say I think that this is favored in the Rakdos matchup. Okay. Uh, because you have lots of ways to exile cards. Um, you you can do it with Elspeth's Nightmare. In my sideboard, I have more Cling to Dust because I like that card, and I think oh, yeah, that's good, good. In, the, in the current meta. Shadow's Verdict, two copies of that main deck. Mm -hmm. Nice. Shadow's Verdict is a spicy card and also very good against Rakdos. Yep, for so sure. So good. It exiles things out of their graveyard also when you cast it. Yeah. So very, very good. Two copies of Eugene the Spirit Dragon as well. You know I love me a Eugene. You gotta yes, ramp into that Eugene. I will say, okay, 
we were talking about this beforehand and I was like, I have a hot take, Maria. Okay, let's go. Which is that um, I think that this this one is okay because it's more mid-rangey. Yeah. Right? Sometimes you just cycle a shark typhoon, drop a medium-sized shark and try and beat them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that YouTube song, Medium-Sized Shark. <laughs> yeah. Great song. We all know it. Um, sometimes you're doing a lot of like card advantage stuff with Maze Mind Tome and Omen of the Sea. Yeah. Stuff like that. I don't think... And this is going to be a hot take because there have been a lot of builds of this. I don't think it's correct to be playing a Yorian control deck. Whoa! I know. I know. But that's because sometimes just like the way control goes, you need to you need to draw a wrath. Yeah. You put yourself you end up with a lot of cases where you need to draw something pretty specific. Yeah. Maybe you need to draw one specific kind of removal spell. Maybe you need to draw specifically a field of ruin to call uh, killer crawling bear. This is how I feel playing um, black white auras in historic. You just need to draw something pretty specific mm -hmm. and adding 20 cards to your deck is like not a small cost in control yeah. specifically yeah. because there will be times if you're playing control with Yorian and you have 80 cards, you're like, Oh my goodness. I really need um, exactly an extinction event. Sure. And you have severely limited your chances of drawing it. No matter how much card advantage you have, no matter how much drawing you're doing, you want to be doing that kind of drawing with 60 cards so that you have a much higher chance of drawing what you need when you need it. That's just my hot control wow. take. After playing it a couple of times, because I kept ending up in these places when I was playing control style decks with Yorian, yeah. where I was like, oh, I really need an extinction event in like my next three draws. If you're doing a lot of card draw in a 60-card deck, a lot of times you hit it. You get there. Oh, you they always have it. That's exactly. all I have to say. And the, the number of times that it happens in 80-card decks is lower enough that I, f I feel it. Like, I notice the difference. Well, I unfortunately take. can't even respond to this take because yeah, I, I have <laughs> never, ever been on the playing side of one yeah. of these decks. Uh, we're going to get Brad Nelson in here. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have, have a yeah. I But actually, like I said, not mid-range. No. Nope. Like, mid-range, I think mid -range it's, is fine. it's fine. It's got enough stuff going. You have enough angles that you're sure, approaching the game. Sure, sure. Um, well, there's a lot of different things. Speaking of Yorin, okay. let's we've talked about Yorin in control and your thoughts of it. That's Yorin in mid-range. I want to talk about Mardu Yorian, which oh, yeah. is ostensibly an aggressive deck. Now, this deck we're taking a look at is by somebody who made number one on the Mythic Ladder with it. So oh. they were able to do a lot of winning with it, playing Yorian in an aggressive build. This that's a hot take. Hot take. Okay? That's one heck of a hot, hot take. And the guy who played this deck to number one tweeted that he didn't know why Yorian was supposed to be a control card. He's like, I don't get it. Why can't I play an aggressive deck? Wow. So once again, we have Yorian stipulation in this aggro deck, yeah. which you think doesn't make sense because in aggro, you specifically need some aggressive cards early on in the game or you just lose. Yes, very um, much so. So we've packed the deck full of them playing Luminarch, Aspirant, that one that gives counters, mm -hmm. Meyer Triton to fill up the yard, uh, Seasoned Hollowblade, my personal favorite, which yeah. is um, unkillable if you discard to it. Uh, Giant Killer, which I guess is small, but deals with uh, bigger creatures to help you creatures get through of course you're playing ember cleave the weird stuff about this deck is it's also playing egon god of death 
Wow. Slash the th- throne of death. Yeah. Which uh, Egon is a 6-6 six, six for three mana, by the yes. way. You you have to, um, what is it, exile two cards from your graveyard to keep it around. Uh, but the throne of death puts stuff into your yard yep. for you to fuel your Ox of Agonis later on in the game or to fuel your Egon if you play an Egon and have the yeah. throne of death in play or whatever. Uh, and you're also playing wow. Immersed Predator, that big 3-3 three, three flyer that lets you sacrifice to save it, to give it uh, invulnerable and to also put counters on it whatever show it on the skulls is in this deck of course a crone war tiramet calls the dead so <sighs> this is this is very spicy this is a wild set I of ingredients say, i will say that this is exceptionally spicy and again i think maybe this is the most cards that we've seen from the new set it does have four egon it has four immersturm predator and it has four showdown of the skulls yeah so i mean it is a new innovation for sure absolutely putting yorion in here as well wild um i played with it this deck a little bit this morning to get a feel for it it's a little complicated um early on but i will say i don't <laughs> you know I don't, I don't personally get it i don't get it but this person made number one mythic so who am i to say you know what sometimes it works for somebody yep that's true <laughs> it's something that is true sometimes <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes it works works for somebody else um it- another deck that's been hot recently is boros aggro also known as boros skulls yep because this is all in on Skulls. Yeah, this is all in on Showdown of the Skulls, which we've been talking about. Uh, the exile the top four cards of your library until the end of your next turn, you may play those cards. Yeah, so I think Martin Yuzo was one of the first people I heard from tweeting about this deck, playing Showdown of the Skulls and saying this is really good. Uh, this is what exactly what you think of it. It's way more aggressive even than the last deck we just talked about. Who For Usher of the Fallen, which is a 2-1 for 1 with a boast to make a one one that's cool yeah uh geez and then you play a shepherd of the flock in this deck as well to bounce your showdown of the skulls so that it doesn't go to the graveyard after the third chapter and you can replay it yeah that's pretty spicy yeah um i yeah i can see it i can see it here so this is just a classic aggressive deck making the best use Mm -hmm. of the skulls um as possible i like mall of the skyclave skyclave apparition of course Mm -hmm. selfless savior in here sandy dog mtg it went six three with this in the 5k call time champion definitely a sandy dog deck yeah all right so if you're looking for something with a little aggro flavor yeah maybe this is gonna be your thing i think that deck should be at the top of your list if that sounds good to you yeah um you know what else have we got well i'm gonna mention the mono green uh ramp deck because i have played against this actually now that we talk about it it had a card that i haven't otherwise seen or paid attention to (laughs) my opponent played this and i was like what's happening (laughs) old growth troll i was like this is a card yeah that's a four four for three it is a four four for three it's green 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 for a four four trample when it dies if it was a creature return it to the battlefield it's an aura enchantment with enchant forest you control and enchanted forest has tap add green green and one tap sacrifice this land create a tapped four four green troll warrior creature token with trample that's where all the text is in uh whole time <laughs> old growth troll <laughs> it's all on old growth troll yes yeah this deck is a big fat fatties in green um hopefully mm-hmm. powering out your vorinclex early 
Um, yeah. And Vorinclex, then monstrous raider. Shutting off everybody else's showdown of the skulls. Because if mm-hmm. you've got a saga in play, Vorinclex says, do you really, though? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wild. Playing Garrick Unleashed yeah. just to put more pressure on the opponent. Uh, it's a very powerful deck that can get out of hand, especially if you have a card like Scavenging Ooze in play in Vorinclex, which is going to double those counters. Yee. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that, but it does. It makes showdown of the skulls happen like just across two turns it just like does nothing you don't put any counters on it it just sits there what vorinclex says it don't have no counters <laughs> it says if they would be put on put on a half of them rounded down oh. so you put on zero if you would put one or more counters on a permanent player put twice that i haven't even read all the text on this yeah. card maria for being honest <laughs> that many of each of those kinds of counters on that permanent player instead if an opponent would put one or more counters on a permanent player they put half that many of each of those kinds of counters i thought everybody <laughs> doubled. i only read the first half of this card and was thought it was everybody double oh yeah no th- this has come up for me more in draft actually is my you know sagas Ooh. being shut off no but also somebody played Vrinclex against me plus the Fang Bear, which is why he's on my mind. And so I was getting, you know, quadruple poison connors. Wow. Wow. The flavor. Wild. Yeah. So this makes the mono green deck uh, even more stompy. <laughs> yeah. Vrinclex, big stomp. So if you're, that's another deck that I would classify probably as aggressive um, and yeah. smash you in the face. A little, a little rampy. Rec, the Klex will Rex, Yeah. <laughs> This one I brought up for you, Megan. Simic oh, Epiphany. I'm in. I'm into anything that says Epiphany in it. So of course we're playing four copies of All Runs Epiphany. Take Look, an extra turn. I want to take an extra turn. Make I some always want to take birds. an extra turn. This is also playing four copies of Kosama, God of the Voyage. Yeah, I really like Kosama. Yeah, um, I would like to see more of this card. I think this this deck is like a little spicy and probably quite bad. Yeah, I think it's very <laughs> silly. However, the person did uh, play Mythic with this deck. Oh, um, all right. And playing Graven Lore, allowing you to draw cards so if you want something a little weirder to try out mm. um on the ladder it did get there for this person so yeah well it, good for them perhaps it can get there for you as well do you know what i do love me a good like r- ramp into ramp into take an extra turn yeah <laughs> absolutely why not <laughs> i'm very much here for it okay um the is there any other decks we want to talk about down there oh yeah there's there's just one which is a uh, jund mid-range which is playing uh Valky, which oh, yeah. i think is kind of cool because Valky and jund just remind me of playing uh jund mm-hmm. in modern your companion is Gigantha, the wellspring you're playing jundy type cards like korvald faker's king yeah Kroxa, titan of death's hunger playing Valky, woe strider imistrum predator bone crusher giant yeah the acro in war Again, yep. steal things and sack them. So just like a all-around yeah. value train mid-range deck. It's like um, it's like Rakdos, but you don't want to be so Rakdos. Yeah. You want to be a little more Jund instead. <laughs> You're like, you know, I want to play a little bit more fair and a little bit less tricksy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. These decks are all um, best of three, by the way. Um, and... That's, I guess, what we're what we're showcasing this week. There's yep. there's some stuff, of course, new stuff happening in Best of One, most notably the Tybalt's trickery into Ugin deck. But wow, you know, you know, we're gonna we're gonna just ignore that for the time being because it's very <laughs> silly, and I don't want to I don't want to run into that on the ladder. So I'll yeah. play Best of Three. <laughs> yep, same 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 same. If you have a Best of Three standard deck that you've been playing with uh, to great success, please tweet it at us at GLH of Magic, and we will spread the word for you. Yeah, um, or just me that you think is super yeah. fun and does have. Lots of new cards. Yeah, even if it's janky and weird, but you're like, this deck is cool, let us know. Let us know. We want to hear it. We want to see the spice. (laughs) I saw Spice Spice World in theaters. Wow. 
I don't even remember when that movie came out. I'm aging myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for story time with Megan. That's right. Okay, so we are on episode two, Awaken the Trolls. Oh. If you'll remember, back in episode one, Kaya is here on call time looking for a monster. Yeah. And it turns out that that monster, she doesn't know it, but is uh, the Phyrexian Vorinclex, yes, who causes some real havoc and then runs away into a wall somehow. Um, so we know that there is some Phyrexian <laughs> corruption going on, a little bit at least, in call time. And nobody knows how Vorinclex got there. Kaya doesn't even know that Vorinclex is Vorinclex. Um, and so Alrund is like, I'm a god. You can take Kosama's sky boat through the cosmos and go Sweet. and try and find whatever else it is that you need I'd to be find like, here. Can I take a Sega Chariot, please? <laughs> hey, the boat sounds nice, but. <laughs> and he was like, the boat will take you where you need to go. So it just takes her through, you know, the cosmos. Great. And she ends up in the troll land. Uh, the the troll one. I don't remember what its name the is. The troll land. The, the troll one. The troll one. Uh, and so there's, she like is wandering through the forest and then she comes across someone calling himself Valky who's with all the trolls and is like getting the trolls whipped into a frenzy and is like basically giving them some real propaganda about how they're going to have to fight the other like other people are coming to like fight them and they're going to have to defend themselves but you're like really he's just getting them like ready to fight and not telling them the truth and Kaya's like wait a second, this doesn't seem like Valky. This doesn't seem like the other gods that I've met here on Call Time. And so she does a little magic and reveals him to be Tybalt, of course. Of course. Which we all know. Inciting a mob. Exactly. Uh, And so she, like, fights some trolls because he sends them after her, and then he runs away and she chases him. Uh, And then Tybalt, like, is like, oh, you're going to have to fight more trolls. And she's like, whatever, I just dealt with those ones. But then these <laughs> trolls are big as mountains. Oh. He, like, wakes up these trolls, big as mountains, and then disappears while they're beating her up. Wow, that seems like a tough opponent. A literal mountain. Yes, it's a literal mountain. Um, But then this, like, I'm so cool elf shows up, who's just like, I think I'm the best. While she's fighting these mountains? Yes. Okay. Yes. She's like, you look like you. You need help. And Kaya's like, I roll. Okay. Like, don't get in here. But then he does, he like has this stone in his hand that he's turning over. And then he like runs around and, and like, you know, does some parkour essentially and touches the trolls parkour with the stone. And then they turn to stone from where he touched them. Um, and Kaya's like, you are insufferable. He's like, Hey, you having some problems with your mountains, but thank you. But thank you for saving my life or whatever. He just continues, (laughs) you know, he continues to be insufferable. Great. Um, I don't know what else to say about him. Of course, this is Ty Varkel we're talking about, right? Yes, it is obviously Ty Varkel. Yeah. Um, And he's like, oh, I've I've been um, around because, oh, Valky was in my kingdom. And he he, I think, is the prince of the elf one. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's been like messing. He did the same thing that you just saw him doing to the trolls, like whipping them into a frenzy. He did in my kingdom and he like corrupted my father, <gasps> who is now like the wither sure, crown. Yeah. Who is now sure that like bad things are going to happen and is like getting us all ready for war. Wow. Um, oh, his brother. Sorry. Um, his brother is Her- King Harold. Okay. 
And he's like, ever since Valky visited, they've been preparing for war. So like, thank you for revealing him. He doesn't actually say thank you because he's like too cool <laughs> to say thank you. Cool but rude. Very cool but rude. Um. Anyways, and so then uh, he Kaya's like, oh, I should go. I should go with you. Um, because we're both en- enemies of Tybalt or whatever. Uh, and then <laughs> Immersturm. Oh, they're going. Oh, Tybalt ran away to Immersturm. Immersturm. He like opened up a portal somehow between the two. And Immersturm like, sounds like a realm that you yeah. go to when you're eating a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Immersturm. It's the one of the demons. <laughs> Obviously he at home there. Yeah, of course. Um, and so anyways, uh, Tyvar is like, we got to follow him there. And Kaya's like, how are we going to get there? That ma- I don't have that magic boat no more. Yeah. Um. And anyways, and then like Tyvar opens, like somehow opens a portal. Okay. Um. And she's like, she like sees he has like a bunch of like these necklaces hanging around with like tokens of places that he's been. Yeah. And she sees one and in, in she's like, he's like, oh, you see this? It's from this place. Like I have, I have magic that even like the most sage mages in my land don't have. He's so, I can't, I can't like highlight enough how insufferable he is in this. He's like, and I'm so smart. I have all this knowledge. Great. And he's like, I got this on my travels from this place. And Kaya's like, Zendikar, it's called Zendikar. And she's like, ugh, you're a plane. I, like, uh, of course you'd have to be a planeswalker. And Tyvar's like, what's a planeswalker? Oh, he doesn't even know what he, he is. Even know. Exactly. Because oh. he's just been like hopping around thinking that he's going on cool adventures because he's so cool. <laughs> he doesn't even know exactly what he is. Great. But Point is, she dis- she she meets him. He sucks, but they're gonna chase. They're both together chasing Tybalt around, trying to figure out what he's doing. And he, what he seems to be doing is like going to the different planes and preparing them um, to fight some battle on his behalf by telling them stories to like whip them into a frenzy. Tybalt, what are you doing? What are you even doing, Tybalt? Exactly. He's trying to be the new Eugene, but he is not Eugene. Uh, no, the no, new Bolus. New Bolus. You're trying to be new Bolus. Bo- new Bolus. Uh, you're trying to be Bolus. You ain't Bolus. But you're not Bolus. You're just... But he sure is trying hard. Oh. oh well. he, he cut the hole by using the sword. Yes. We he saw it in the, the trailer. Sword. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, yeah. That's that's update on story time. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see what happens. Like, if this is a Tybalt story arc that just like ends here in yeah. call time, or if he goes on, like we've been saying, maybe he goes on to be the big bad for a couple of sets here. Yeah. Maybe he around. collects. Maybe he's the one who got Vorinclex here, and he's gone around and even collected the Phyrexians. In oh, which yeah. case, he doesn't know what he's messing with. Yeah, I know it's gonna. He's gonna get all those Phyrexians up in all of these planes. They're yep. gonna invade. They're gonna make everything terrible with their Phyrexian goo. Also. And he's, I feel like this would be great if it ended in a classic. He thought that he was the one in charge of the Phyrexians, yeah. but then he dies. And they're like, He no, dies because of the Phyrexians We're somehow. in charge of you. Exactly. You're trapped in here with us. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a classic. <laughs> you trapped in here. You thought. You thought. Uh, so anyways, that's uh, that's that. Tyvar Kell. Wow does, wow, does he have a lot going on emotionally? <laughs> 
say thank you to one of our other sponsors, Ultra Pro. That's right. And we've got some sweet new deck boxes that they have yes. from Kaldheim. This one is beautiful. Uh, ice blue with yes. the uh, snow symbol on it. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. Look at that. Um, and then this one's like super, super metal. Yeah, that's a very a cool. Kaldheim box. It's like the Kaldheim Planeswalker symbol. Um, very, very cool. These are both like, they're very nice, big flip boxes. You can put tons of cards in here. hundred cards, hundred cards, double sleeved. -sleeved. Um, they've got this like great magnetic, like locking system. They're easy to pull out of the box. I'm trying to show off. It opens like all the way up. The magnet part of it. Cause it is pretty cool. Yeah. They've got new stuff. They release new stuff for every set, which I think is really awesome. Yeah. And let's open the snow deck and you can see the uh, planeswalker symbol on here. And as you can see, like it opens all the way up so you can like take your deck out without having to wrestle it out on one side <laughs> if you've ever wrestled with getting a deck out especially a double sleeve deck it's not yeah. pretty no well yeah not. look at that oh, um it's a great. plus so pretty so pretty uh so ultra pro just some of the coolest stuff you can use yeah. to hold on to your magic collection absolutely buy it at your local game store or cardcamera.com slash glhf That's episode 420, Blaze It Up! Good luck, high five! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. That's right. Um, once again, shout out to all of our wonderful sponsors, Card Absolutely. Kingdom and Ultra Pro, as well as to everyone who's a patron over on, of the show over on uh, patreon.com slash glhfmagic. Yeah, if you want us to read your name before next episode, come on in and become a new patron. Yes. Thank you so By much. What you mean at the start of next episode? Yeah. Not, we'll see. What did I we'll say? Before next episode, which just sounds like we'll we'll read it while we're not recording. <laughs> yeah, we'll just read it to we'll ourselves. We'll just read it to ourselves. Which we will yeah. also. But yeah, <laughs> if you want it on the next episode, become a patron. Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. We would so love to have you over there. Um, yeah, we're putting up some new videos on our YouTube channel this week as well. I streamed some of that Black White Auras deck. You can check Ooh. out YouTube.com slash GoodLuckHighFive for that. If you want to see the deck in action, winning, winning, winning. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Megan's going to give us, keep us updated on the VML. Yep. And then we'll hear more updates on hashtag Maria's Mythic Month. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Um, you know, go out there, tell a friend about Good Luck High Five if you haven't. You can give them a virtual high five and yeah. uh, just be like, hey, this is a hey. cool show, you know. Hey. And even though it's, you know, minus 25 here in Minnesota, hopefully our show can keep your ears warm in these cold times. Yes. But also wear a hat. Call time. Cold times. Wow. Maybe that's how they thought of the name. <laughs> it's like when they're trying to think of Oreo and they're the commercial like, what do we call this? Oreo. 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 Cold time. <laughs>